Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling all right. And what's up, Gorehounds? <laughs> Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am that not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me as always, ooh, let's see, what do we got with today? We have a weird movie, so I'll, let me see if I got. Um, <laughs> My potted potheads of fuck. What's a bad word? What's a bad word that starts with a P? I have nothing on this one. This is this is tough. I'm gonna come back with this, and if I pop <laughs> anything up, then we're gonna do it then. So I got nothing this week. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Oh fuck it, we're gonna go keep going. So of course I have the Chad Daddy, the Dark Lord of Knowledge himself, Mister Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And the host with the ghost. The Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cabra, Mr. Steven Vasquez. What's up, baby? Yeah. Today is Mar- March. 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 No. no. All right. Whoa. I might have hit the bomb a if I could turn the back time. Yeah, right. No, no, no. We don't want to go to the snow. It is May 23rd, 2022, and we have a croptastic episode. Instead of craptastic. Ha ha ha. If you actually watch the movie, you might understand what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, Bob is not with us here right now, but he should be joining us later on if everything on his end works. He's having some internet issues, all technical difficulties. Yeah, he said he has, uh, has to reset his whole PC. Oh, shit. All yeah. right, yeah. So, we might get Bob, we might not, but the show must go on. So, before we talk about what we're here to talk about today, Scuba, if you could please. Did Scuba freeze? Oh, okay. Oh my god, we lost the scoobs! What the hell? Oh shit! Alright, hold on. Just because of this particular emergency, we have this pre-planned out and ready to go. <laughs> so, other scoob, if you could please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your... <laughs> Thank you, Variant Steve. <laughs> Love it. So glad we have that. That's so exactly that, exactly dude. why we have that. Fucking right. Uh, oh, and there he is back. You <laughs> just kicked me out. Oh, man. Your audio is a little bit behind, too. Say something. Something. Okay, you're good. It was, right. That was weird. Uh, luckily, Variant Steve covered your ass with the slice oh, of life. Oh, that son of a good. bitch. That's yeah, he hopped in and did his thing and bounced. I think, I think this is also a Variant Steve because it seems like he's using a fucking dial-up. Right, dude? He's on 56K <laughs> tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Apparently, there's some hot fucking storms going on in Texas or something because Steve's internet is all, like It's just shit all over the bed, dude. Russia's attacking, a, man. I don't know. This is the last fucking Gordon Moore. Here we go. Something, man. EMP blasts are going, going off, on. and we're just starting to feel the effect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But anyways. Slice of life, Chad, Daddy. What have you done the last week, bud? Well, the last week, you know, just been doing a lot of work around the house, and I don't know about uh, how the weather was out your way, Big Johnny D, but it was hot as fuck this weekend. Yeah. A Saturday, 
Saturday, I think the temperature was 88, but the real feel was in the ah. 90s. It was like 95, the real feel with the humidity and everything. Oh, and course, I wish I had that, dude. Are you oh, kidding me? Oh, it was oppressively hot, and I'm out there. I can't remember what I was doing earlier, but my wife... Oh, that's right. I took my son out for lunch. That's right. Okay. Um, so I took my son out for lunch because I didn't get to take him out for anything for his birthday. So I went out for yeah, lunch. Yeah, yeah. Red Lobster, right? Yeah. Well, we, yes. we, went to, we went to Applebee's instead. Okay. So he, he decided to go for that. And we came back and Steph had the yard like half mode. Okay. So I'm like, you know, it's really hot. Sit down, you know, get out of the heat. I'll finish the rest. So I go to the back side of the yard. And earlier in the week, we mowed part of it because we put up the swing set and everything else to where we wanted to. Nice, nice. So that part was already mowed, and I went to where back where she mowed, and I'm like, well, the other side is at least a good half inch taller now, so I got to even it out so it doesn't look like other shit. Dad move. <laughs> exactly. Big mistake. <laughs> Sun was blaring down. I I almost dropped down to the ground. I was just sweat pouring off me. Definite heat exhaustion. I was about to have a bad asthma attack. I'm like, I'm done for a while. I had to go sit on the porch, drink a nice cold water just you know, breathe but yeah it was really really hot uh what else did we do now question you know, got, for you and yeah you're not I, I mean you're not like a ginger by any means but i no. feel like you probably don't do the best in the sun i don't do too too horrible no I, 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 you get I, a little bit fairer complexion that's the only reason i ask i, I chris I, steve's like fuck you i burn fuck like you i burn i hate like oh i cannot be in the sun i burn once or twice and then after that i'm good i'll be able to yeah you gotta nice get that first you gotta get that first chem peel yeah yep yeah. yep yep <laughs> so let's see what else did i do uh, i did that oh and this weekend so i decided recently that you know i'm gonna go through my old star wars figures so i bought this power of the force figure that came out in the 90s because I bought them as soon as they came out. You know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm like, you know, these are going to be worth money someday. No, they're not worth shit. Most, <laughs> of them, most of them are worth maybe what they cost, you know, back then, maybe a little bit more. A lot of them are worth less than what I paid for them. So, opening them up and, you know, it hurt, hit me yesterday. I'm like, I'm missing some figures. Not really? many. Yeah, but there's a couple of like the deluxe figures that I can't find. And now I had oh. this happen before because years ago, when me and the girl I was seeing split up, I needed somewhere to stay. I had to stay down at my and uncle's for a while so I'd get my own place. Okay. And I stored all my stuff down there in their barn. And when I, a while later, when I got my, finally was able to get my stuff after I got my own place and you know, get my stuff out of there, I was going through my stuff and I noticed that some of my, you know, old school G1 Transformers are missing. Oh, that I ooh, saw in their that I saw in their grandkids' fucking toy box. Damn! Really? Speaking of Transformers, Transformers! I have Dead Optimus Prime. Nice. Oh my goodness! Can <laughs> I? I'm just gonna take a moment, quick. By the way, shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Yeah, buddy. Octopus, Heather, Bossman, Brody Kane. Yeah, what's up, guys? Sorry, I didn't get a card. No, no, no. Sorry. Like everybody's here, thank you for uh, joining in. We do see your comments. We're just rolling with the ship. Oh, Sorry, Gallo, Daddy. J Gallo's here too. Oh my god, Gallo boy's here too. He hasn't been on for a while, but right. yeah, you know. So I've just been opening them up and just you know putting them all in little sandwich baggies for now with their weapons. You know, it sucks that they're not worth it any, but fuck it, I don't care. Whatever. Uh, what else did I do? That's, That's really about it. And watch this movie, hmm. and that brings us up to you know current events. Scuba Steve, what have you been up to, brother? 
Well, my week was going pretty well until Wednesday. Uh, I was at work and the girlfriend called me. She was short of breath, couldn't catch her breath. And so she asked me to pick her up from work and take her to the minor emergency. So we go to the minor emergency or we, I pick her up and she just, she can't breathe like at all. She's just like gasping for air and she's like, take me to the emergency room. So we go to the emergency room, which was probably the best thing that we could have done because when we got there, um, they ran tests on her and everything, found out she has a blood clot in her lung. And so we were dealing with that Wednesday. She stayed in the hospital till Friday. I was livid, livid that they did not let me stay with her in the hospital. Um, I guess it's some rule that they have that you can't stay there. And I'm like, well, unless you're married. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we should have just lied and said I was your fucking husband. Like they weren't going to fucking say anything. But right, because right. I was the boyfriend, I couldn't fucking stay. Um, but she got out of the hospital Friday. Um, I worked, whatever. Saturday sucked so much ass. Not oh, yeah. A, not in a good way. So your boy, Lord Scuba Cobra here is not in the best shape. The best shape I'm in is round. And, uh, we have a annual. Round's beach. a shape, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a shape, but it's not a shape to get you going in the fucking sun. That's all I'm going to say. So. We have a uh, uh, annual run here in Corpus, a 26-mile run called Beach to Bay. Starts on the island, and it goes all the way to Cole Park, which is, like, right in the center of Corpus. Um, and it's broken up into six different segments. I ran leg five, which is one that I've done before. Um, and usually I try to get a little bit of, you know, running in, which it's not much running because, to be honest, my stamina is not that great. So my dumbass is like, you know, I've done it before. I, mean, I heard. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a different kind of stamina. It's a yeah, different buddy. kind of race I'm winning there. So I'm like, you know, the the girlfriend was supposed to do it also. And, of course, because of her lung issue, she could not do it. So she was really bummed. So she's like, I'm just going to wait for you at your finish line. And I'm like, perfect. So she dropped me off. And I took off, you know, once my partner handed it off to me. And it was it was about 1045-ish around there, somewhere around there. I did not make it to my area until probably 1130-ish because on the third mile, I was doing good up until the third mile. As soon as I crossed that third mile mark, my leg cramped up and I stopped and I sat down, which was the biggest mistake I could have fucking made. All I was seeing was like white. Everything was white. But I kept pushing on. These nurses came and they you know, sprayed me with water, gave me some cold water or whatever. Kept going. Finally made it to, you know, the, the end of, of my leg. And she requested that I do the Jack Sparrow run as I'm running by <laughs> her. So I'm already out of it, man. Like, I'm dying. Like, I am literally dying. But I start doing the Jack Sparrow run for her. And I take off, hand off to my partner. And as soon as I get done, they come and get me. And they're like, let's go sit in the medical tent. And I'm like, why? And they're like, we're just going to call you off. And I'm like, okay. Well, they were doing this for everybody. I thought that, you know, they just thought I looked like shit or whatever. And uh, they were like, no, we're doing it for everybody. So I go and sit down. They put these ice cold towels on me, which felt great. I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, I feel good. Well, I try to stand up and everything gets like high definition is the only way I can explain it. Like, everything just looks so fucking clear. I was like, oh, I need to sit back down. So I sat back down. <laughs> they came and put more towels on me. 
So Smiling Octopus is like, hey, I got I'm going to go. I'm going to go get the car. Now, mind you, she has her her issues that she's doing. I'm like, no, like, it's fine. Like, I'll walk over there with you. She's like, no, absolutely not. I got this. And I'm like, all right. It was fucking hot as hell and humid as fuck this weekend. Would so, you say the heat index was like 110? It, I think the heat index was like 109. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I'm sitting there in the tent and, you know, they, they put more towels on me. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, guys. I stand up. And as soon as I stand up, that white just comes back and I fucking just, I'm down. Like, I don't fall face first or nothing. Like, I fucking collapse to my knee. You went down the wrong path, Steve. Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) So they fucking come and get me and they lay me on one of the beds and they're fucking taking everything off of me. They take my shoes off my socks. They take off my watch and, and and my sunglasses. Everything I had on, they took off of me except for my clothes. They start throwing towels on me, fucking ice cold towels. I'm like, I'm, I'm fine, guys. Like, I'm cool. I just can't see shit right now. They're like, no, no, you're going to have a heat stroke. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. And so they're asking me all these questions and I'm answering all these questions. Well, I, all I'm thinking in my head is, fuck, I hope she doesn't come back while I'm laid up like this because I'm going to look like a bitch. And I, <laughs> and I look over and I'm like, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. She was standing there taking pictures of me the whole time. And I'm like, oh, you fucking <laughs> yeah. So, but they got me, they got me going and uh, we went to go eat afterwards. I was fine. Uh, my leg's a little sore because when my leg cramped, it was my, my fucking calf, my quad and my thigh all cramped at the same time. Now, can I ask you, man, did you start at a steady jog pace or did I you did. try? Okay. Yeah. I was, you didn't try. You were, you. You were smart about it. At least you're like, I was I'm smart not about it. Full bore. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I know my limitations, and like I right. said, the last time I went jogging, it, you know, the girlfriend and I went jogging, and I couldn't make it as far as I used to before I had COVID. Now I've had COVID twice since the last time I ran this race. Um, so I think I did okay. You know, I, I came in at which pisses me off because it was like four point six two miles, and I came in at like an hour and a half which pisses me off because I know I could have done better had my leg not fucking cramped up, but I got it done. I finished my part, my team finished and you know, that was it. That was my weekend. And then yesterday I spent all day with the girlfriend, just hanging out with her, went to go see my grandma for a little bit. Uh, We got to watch this movie. She watched it with me, which was fun because it was actually the first, probably the first movie that we've got to watch together for the podcast. So yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. And now I'm here. What about you? Big Johnny well, B. Let's see. Uh I had a nice easy week, man. It was just uh work fucking all day long. Uh been actually Scoob and uh Bobby, we started up our workout chat again. So I have actually been hitting the weights every on the day. Scoob's can vouch for me on that. Yes, sir. Um trying to prep for Monster Mania. Wife and I are going in August, and I'd like I got a set goal in mind for that date. So yeah, that's what I'm utilizing. Other than that, man, I did get to take the first dip in the pool this weekend, so it was a, it was good. It was nice and not nice, if I could say that. It was a, it was nice to get back into the pool. However, it was still seventy degrees and the air was seventy degrees, so it's not necessarily the best feeling. But that's why I went for a run right beforehand because my daughter's like, "Dad, I want to go swimming," and I'm like, um. It's like, I, I, I can't just jump in. I'm like, let me go get sweaty first. So I went for a <laughs> mile and a half jog, came back. I was like, all right, I'm ready. And went in and it was, uh, 
I was pulling a Costanza. I was in the pool. <laughs> I was in the pool. Nice. <laughs> it was fucking cold. I was like, ah, damn, dude. I was in there for 15 minutes, and I was like, yeah, I'm just numb. I'm numb now. I'm going to get out. I, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, Joe could work me out. Um, other than that, and then I've been playing a shit ton of Evil Dead. as much. Well, not a shit ton. As much as I can with the wife, which I've been loving that shit, dude. It's fantastic. Um, I keep telling, I keep telling my girl to buy it so we can play it together. I know, dude. I want to play with you, man. And like, we definitely got to stream when we do. Yeah, it's it's fun as fuck, man. It's it's gory as hell. I'm eventually gonna have to break down and get it too. It's it's instantly got me thinking. I was like, man, when's the last time I've watched Army of Darkness? And I couldn't even remember. So that was a good reason of saying, hey, I'm gonna watch Army of Darkness. So I was folding laundry the other day, put that on. The daughter was like, can I watch it? I was like, yeah. She's like, it's rated R. I was like. Yeah, but this is a really weak R yeah. in comparison to R's. Like, it's, you know what I mean? And this wasn't the director's cut either, which has some more swearing and stuff in it. This was the one on HBO, so it's just the normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is weird because I haven't watched that version in like 20 plus years. I've only usually watched the director's cut. Same. So watching it, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I just want to fucking watch the goddamn. Like, I'm, like, there's some lines that I really love from the director's cut that they cut out and i'm like ah oh, fuck dude like i was i wanted that quote but so i got to enjoy that a nice little father-daughter moment she was giggling the whole time and she thought it was funny she liked evil ash when he first came out she's like why was he dancing around i'm like because he's fucking nuts like, <laughs> welcome to evil dead and then i watched this movie and uh well we're here to talk about it today so scoops what are we talking about all right, let me give me a second. We are wa talking about Motel Hell, which came out October 18th, 1980. Vincent Smith and his sister Ida run a rural, rural motel, but they earn most of their cash operating a food stand that specializes in world famous sausages. After a year's success, however, the duo's upstanding brother, Sheriff Bruce, fuck that guy, eventually <laughs> discovers the grotesque <laughs> details of his siblings' booming business. Vincent and Ida are actually plumping up their hotel patrons, killing and dismembering them, and then grinding them into Frankfurters. Directed Ooh, a hell by a lot more than that, they're fucking planting them and shit. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. In. Directed by Kevin Connor, the land that time forgot, the house where evil dwells. Written by Robert Jaffe, Demon Seed, Night Flyers, Stephen Charles Jaffe, Scarab. I wanted it to be Hefe, dude. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it might be. It could I mean, be. That's yeah. where I wanted to go with it. El Jefe. Dude. El Jefe. <laughs> it's a sweater. <laughs> Scarab in the 100%. Yeah, produced by Robert Jefe, Nightflyer, Stephen Charles Jefe, The Fly 2, Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country. Now, we did. We covered The Fly 2, I believe. Yes. Didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That, was, uh, that wasn't too bad. It had some definitely good, was not the first one. No, but it did have some good effects. Yes, towards the end there. Yes. What's going on in the background? Uh, somebody dish washing dishes in the kitchen. I was going to say, there is some No, it's my, it's my dog. He's in his kennel. The oh, kennel okay. door's open, but he's chilling in the kennel. Ah. But since Bobby's not here, I'll keep going. Starring Rory Calhoun, the person who's always standing and walking. <laughs> no, 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 you got to say it right. You got to say it right. The person who's always standing and walking. <laughs> Rory Calhoun. That's it. As Vincent Smith. Paul Link, Chips, Big Bad Mama as Sheriff Bruce Smith, Nancy Parsons, Porky's Sudden Impact as Ida Smith, Nina Axelrod, Time Walker, Critters 3 as Terry, 
Wolfman Jack, legendary radio DJ as Reverend Billy, Elaine Joyce, Trick or Treat, Delta House as Edith Olsen. Which Trick or Treat? Not the, the one that we watched. The one with Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> coming up on Rants from the Black Lodge, I'll be yes. uh, covering that yeah. soon enough. I remember so. I bought that movie and I was like, what the fuck? Is-? I mean, maybe I like it now that I'm older, but I did not like it when I was younger. Mm. Uh, also, Dick Curtis, The Day It Came to Earth, What Waits Below, as Guy Robert, first TV preacher. Monique St. Pierre, striker The Island of Love as Debbie. Roseanne Catton, zapped bachelor party as Susie. Chad Daddy, take it away. Music by Lance Rubin, Happy Birthday to Me, and Hexed. Cinematography by Thomas Del Ruth, Stand By Me, and The Breakfast Club. Edited by Bernard, not Dale Gribble. Death Witch hmm. and Fentanyl. Effects of Makeup by Adams Calvert, Space Raiders, My Demon Lover. Distributed by Ooh. United Artist Pictures. Runtime of 102 minutes. Rated R for um, titties, I guess. No. Titties! titties. There was a, there, we got some titties. There was a little bit of titties. There was like three different titties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, budget of 3 mil. Grossed uh, 6.3 mil. So it was moderately what? successful. 1980 money. It's not that bad. I'm surprised though with a budget of 3 mil back then. Yeah, that's that a, a big budget. That's a, that's a pretty big. Bu- I mean, that, that's three million nineteen eighty dollars. Right. Yeah. I mean, they def- they definitely did some stuff in this film, and now here at General Discussion, let's let's discuss. Uh they did some stuff with this film that was definitely like I would say over the top production value. Yeah. Um, especially with with the, not saying they couldn't go actually find a slaughterhouse and everything, but you know what I mean, like to actually set up and film and stuff like that, and the whole they're gardening like their person garden and shit like that like you could see where the money probably went especially in set design and stuff yeah but this movie was it wasn't i don't even know what to say i thought it was kind of interesting it was kind of boring boring. it was very interesting that they let you know from the get-go that these people are cannibals like there's no real hit there's no real secret they're obviously kidnapping people you know off the street oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah so they weren't really shy about that but for moving cannibals not a whole hell of a lot of killing no no now, not a lot at all but i mean oh. and a lot i i, I would have personally liked because this was the girlfriend's bitch about the movie was there wasn't any real gore we didn't no. really get any kills no, because no, i mean no. really who got killed but a but a handful of people if yeah that. but everybody got everybody got killed the same way but they didn't get killed only three of them got killed because you see them get uprooted mm-hmm. yeah so which i didn't understand that and i never understood the point of them hypnotizing them okay so beforehand. i think i got it i think okay. i got it all right so they hypnotized him, but it was more just hypnotizing because he was, they were drugged. He was essentially drugging him. He was drugging yeah. him with hypnotism. So anytime you reach a euphoric state like that, your brain is releasing an insane amount of dopamine, right? Okay. And especially right before you die. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to totally brain fart on the fucking name of it now, too. And I'm trying to um, DMT. You've heard of this? Yes. Yes. OK. DMT is a product that you can either get 
legit or uh, synthetic. And you will trip balls. If nobody knows, you will trip balls like a motherfucker for 15 minutes. And when I say trip balls, it's not like shroom or anything like that. You are not here. You are on some other physical fucking plane in existence at this point. Now, this is also produced in your brain right before death. Okay. So I'm just saying with all this dopamine on top of that, I wonder, and this is what he was talking about. Like, he's like, I wonder if it's all worth it. I wonder if it does something to enhance the flavor. Okay. Fair. Fair. And I always thought, you know, like when he buried them in the ground to me was kind of to like soften them up. You know, kind of how they do with veal, how you can't, veal can't move. So, like, the meat's super tender. So, that's. So, that's there was. I, I had that thought too, because all I thought is, I was like, oh, just like veal. They're literally just shitting all around their own bodies. Like, what yeah. are they doing, man? They're just yeah. pissing and shitting right where they stand. <laughs> yep. But, but I, I don't. This has always been. It's. It's. It was oh, this movie always held a soft spot in my heart. I remember the first time I watched it, and I always say this because you know, my dad that you know his he was a horror guy, right, right. and I remember watching this with my dad. He had already seen it, but the first time we watched this was on Monster Vision. Okay, and that was the oh. first time. That was the first time I got to watch it, and I remember him sitting there excited that he got to show me this movie, and so it's just one that's always had like a special place in my heart. But now watching it, like I said in the chat yesterday, now watching it older to actually critique the movie, it's not that good of a movie. It's it's very it's very um excuse me. I don't want to say boring, but it could have well, just had a little bit more. It it right. It wasn't boring because I well I'm not gonna lie, I did fall asleep, but I was really fucking tired. So the last yeah. few minutes I had to finish today. But it needed uh, it needed the kills, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It needed that extra. Like, we got titties. Okay. That's that wet something. t-shirt, though. That wet t-shirt. It was Ooh. something. like. But there was a lot of just not horror-esque scenes in this. And I'm not saying, like, it, you know, it also doesn't need to be, like, a drop fest of a 2000s darkening film. You need where, yeah. like, everything is, like, we know we're in a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is supposed to. Like, clearly they were supposed to be doing the, um, what's the thing where it's like they rescue somebody and they, they instantly like love their captor. Oh, like uh, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. No, yes. Stockholm, like with a mix of like Florence Nightingale or something like, you know what I mean? Because like taken care of and all that. It was weird. Florence Nightingale syndrome is backwards. Is that what it is? That's where the caretaker falls in love with their, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Which I mean, that was this too, because he ended up falling for her. I mean, and it was kind of like a love at first sight. You know what I mean? Like he saw her, he saw her, and he was like, "Oh, oh y'all talking about what movies it?" <laughs> and I'm at my son's baseball practice. <laughs> yeah, just yelling. Well, at you know what you signed up for watching the show. I don't know yeah, what's right. Like say his titties, yeah, big yeah, titties. titties. But the okay, so there was a lot of cool concepts though, and the, like I did. The the planting of them was just so weird that I liked it. And I love the fact that the sister rips up the vocal cords of each of them. So, like, there's just yes. that weird fucking that aspect gargoyle. of it. Yeah. Like, that is just some fucked up. Like, hearing that, when they kind of, like, go feral at the end, and I understand, like, you know, they're just pissed off. But they almost seem like zombies, zombies. because of the yeah. gargling. And I was like, yeah, yeah. it kind of ruined it at that moment. Yeah, but I, I figured the way they were one of the zombies, you know, they they haven't moved in yeah. 
days. Oh yeah, dude. Day. They definitely have. They are stiff as fuck, and they're like, uh, their muscle strength is just weak as hell. So. <laughs> but I just, like I said, you know, I always and in your mind, you could even, like I said, you could put this in the Texas Chainsaw. Oh, universe, easily, dude. And they're easily cousins of the main family. So, like, you know what I mean? All right. If you bring this into 3D, let's just say, if y'all seen 3D, yeah, where it goes back to 74 and all all the Sawyers meet up when the town shows up, this guy would be there in the group. Oh, yeah, you know Vincent I mean? would definitely yeah, be there. Vincent would have showed up to help save Bubba, and I don't know, man. I You're right, though. I want it. Here's my issue, though. And with the trailer and the pictures and stuff, they're always showing the the end chainsaw battle with the pig head. Yeah. And I wanted so much more pig head chainsaw action than what we fucking got in this movie. Yeah. And, and we could have gotten that a He's lot like him killing people. You know what I you mean? You are a solid red, Chad. Yeah. Let me try know, some. Let me try bar. some. Yeah. No problem, bud. Live show, people. Yeah. Live this show. is what? That's how it this works. This is how we do. Ah, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's it was an interesting movie. Like I said, I liked the characters. I liked Vincent. He seemed like he could be Ray Wise's father. I'm that's just my shot in the dark. Uh, <laughs> the whole time I wanted him to be Ray Wise. Like he kind of looks like him. He's yeah. a little skinnier, but yeah. his mannerisms and everything. Oh, we got Chatty back in the full green. Back down to red. Fuck. What the shit is going on, dude? Now, I'm telling you, man, it's the internets today. It's not just that. It's not just like we haven't even got Bob yet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. Re- yeah, wow. Bob's and, still floating out there. Well, like I said, my internet fucking died out. My five G did, and then my the regular one was giving me shit, and then so I just logged back into my five G. So I don't know. There's mm. issues going on all over. Chad's back in the green for the good go. Oh, back to oh what yellow. The fuck is going on here? Yellow. Wow, dude, you just keep losing. Problem. What the hell? Yeah, because I, 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 I even you know took, you know, I tried both the wired connection and wireless, and it's there's something wrong with my fucking internet. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, Gremlins. Mean, internet gnomes, like Heather said, those damn gnomes. But this movie was. It, you're right, Steve. This easily could be placed in the Texas Chainsaw universe. This was a little softer. Yeah. Then obviously any of the text sheets, uh, maybe a little bit more in vibes with two. Yeah. Yeah. I think no? two had a lot more interesting things than this did, though. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if this family was to fit in the universe out of all the variations of the Sawyers, I feel like the two, like the second one, they would fit with that family better. Yeah. And I, I feel that. But and like I said, I just always like to imagine that this is part of that universe. You know, I, but I I always do that. I mean, and of course it's not, but I, I just, I loved, I just wish we would have got more pig head kills Yes, with the chainsaw. Cause I mean, that's creepy as shit. Even if, even if, I mean, we knew the whole time it, it was Vincent, which is fine, but question for you, gentlemen. So when the b- motorcycle and the, the first victims he takes down, the girl that we get through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. When they're coming down and all of a sudden, like, their motorcycle goes out, did you ever notice that he actually shot them? No. They, there was never a scene that showed him shooting. Nope. There was never a fucking gunfire. Nope. There was nothing. 
All of a sudden, that dude's just going down the road, and he just starts going wonky. And then he, yeah, then he's dead. I, I thought there was, I thought or something the way he was going. Dead. That's what I did. I was like, yo, maybe he went full Scooby-Doo and just put marbles on the road. Maybe we're going that ridiculous, dude. Well, like, I, I'll I, take it. I but. just never, I never understood, like, how he got that first kill. I knew he was going out hunting because, of course, you know, he has the Right, right, right. Stuff, and you got all didn't know. that. Yeah. But it's just, like, we were, me and the wife, even we wound it. You're all, all right, right. All right, I'll be back in a couple minutes. All right. Uh, salutations and good luck, sir. I want to send a quick shout out to Aki and Ezzy in the chat right there. Luigi and Mario. Those are the uh, Smiling Octopus's sons right there. Oh, nice. What's up, gentlemen? Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for keeping the fucking chat yeah. going. Oh, yeah. I'll keep them busy. Nice. Love it. Love it. It's But no, that first kill, man, like I said, the wife and I even rewound it because we never understood what the fuck happened. I'm like, no, man, he just loses control of the bike. Like, that just was almost like happenstance. Yeah, like it Did was it? just a mirror, like coincidence that it happened. But then it goes back to which I have to ask the question: Is the sheriff Vincent's brother? Yes, he's That's... Vincent's little brother. So how does he not know this? Because whole time? he ran away. He ran away when he was eleven. Uh, I must have missed that spot. Yeah, yeah. He he comes back and says that he ran away when he was eleven or whatever. Because I never understood that either. And then watching it again last night, like I said, paying attention to it more. To actually okay. critique the movie, I was like, oh, that's how he never knew. Okay. That makes way more sense because even in the beginning, when they're like, oh, Vincent's got the best meat around, you know what I mean? Like, even the yeah. brothers saying it, I figured he was into it, like, or yeah. in, in, in on it, almost Texas remake style, where we got yeah. a sheriff into it, too. Like, hell yeah. yeah. Joey missed you, too. Um, Thank you, Smiling Octopus. Says it towards the end. That's good to know. I'm not going to rewatch this by any fucking means, but if anybody Man. else ever wants to. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't. It wasn't, but it wasn't good enough to me to watch. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. So, seeing we're two members fucking Yeah, down. buddy. Two-man show. <laughs> Woo! All right, man. We've done it before. But, you know, we got a third man, and we always love to hear what this man says. So, let's bring it in the saucy owsy. Yeah, baby. That's all well and good, boys, but... Katie's cutting in. Snip fucking snip. Well, 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 how do you fucking do to you there, gentlemen? It is all your DKB be back for another episode of Gormor, and this week I'm here to talk to you about Motel Hell. Now, I'll just start off with the lead actor. He was absolutely fantastic to watch throughout this whole fucking film. Um, I mean, it was like he was trying to pitch something, trying to sell something to you every time he graced a screen with his presence, and it was really, it was really fun to watch. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen every time. He graced it, and it, yeah, like I said, it was absolutely exquisite to see his acting skills. Um, he was really supported by a um, very mediocre cast, uh, but the actors and the actresses in this fell short in that category, unfortunately. Um, now, the premise itself, I actually don't mind the premise. It's something different and unique in the horror slasher um, genre of the 80s, where we have brother and sister, uh, they cut out the victim's vocal cords, they bury them in the dirt, uh, they try and fatten them up and then they cut them up to make meat out of and sell it. I think that's something a little bit along the lines of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously, um, but it's still a different, it's a spin on that subgenre, if you want to, whatever the subgenre is, I don't fucking know. But, you know, the, the thing is, Toby Hooper was originally meant to direct this, which makes sense because of the, the cannibalistic family and the 
chainsaw um, fight at the end. Um, and I kind of feel that I wish we had got Toby Hooper's version because apparently that was meant to be way more gruesome, pretty full on, and a bit more serious than what we got. And it's only due to the fact that the director that jumped on board this really tamed it down um, and wanted to bring that slapstick comedy element about it. And I don't think it hit its marks. I don't think the comedic elements hit the marks at all, uh, especially when you've got these mediocre actors delivering it. And it was just, it was a little bit hard to watch, especially with the lighting. Um, the lighting choices were very poor throughout the, the filming of this. Um, cinematography is nothing to really rave on against, very standard. Um, I kind of feel that the characters in this made some very poor decisions, especially um, the lead actress herself, a very beautiful blonde-haired Sheila, I can't think of her fucking name. But uh, say, for instance, she's swimming with um, the sister in the fucking lake and then she tries to kill her and then she wakes up and it's all forgotten about. It's all like, oh, no worries, you just try to kill me. I'm just going to fucking marry your brother. I'm not even going to escape this joint. You know, just dumb shit like that, you know. It's just, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. I mean, now, yeah, the... the, the um, or for another instance, the, the fucking lead actor wearing the fucking pig head. Yes, it looks fantastic while he's doing a bang, uh, chainsaw battle at the end. But you got to think that it has a bit of a catch-22 element about it. Yes, it might be good for armor, but how the fuck can you see out of it? And that's what his biggest downfall is in the end. You cannot really provide see or any of that shit, you know. Um, so... I mean, like I said, it was cool, but it was a little bit misleading bringing out the artwork and the poster art because when they bring that out, you think, oh, this is going to be off its fucking head. It's a slasher film. One person going around wearing a pig head and chainsaw every motherfucker up in this shit. Sadly, we don't get that. Anywho, I'm going to have to give it a fucking Gorham Moore score of a... I'm going to give it a 2.5, and that's probably being a little bit generous. Um, but anywho, this is your DKB signing out, and I'll catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers. Yeah. yeah thank you dkb uh 2.5 from the doppelganger king of banger himself mr brody kang thank you thank you so uh, so i okay so i know how he said that you know it's all forgotten about when she tried to drown her or whatnot i don't think she realized that she was purposely trying to drown her i think she thought that because she couldn't swim she was you know what i mean overreacting no it was and, I it, it I could see it from both sides because yeah. I I know yes she clearly was drowning it and we saw it for clearly what it is and yeah. so did Vincent. However, you're right. She said she didn't know how to swim. She popped her own tube, so she thought could think she's in a full out panic. Yeah. Clearly, we know this chick is like linebacker strong. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, you know what I mean. Wall breaker, <laughs> bro. I like in a fist fight between her and Vincent, I'm pretty sure I'd give it to her, dude. Yeah, like definitely. she was throwing motherfuckers over her shoulder like nothing. I, I, I and I always thought too, maybe she kinda had a thing for Vincent, even though it's her brother. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? there's like, definitely a little bit of like I think she had a thing. Comfort. I don't I don't think she had a thing for Vincent as much as she had a thing for Terry. Oh, you think okay. there was a little jealousy? Ooh, I could see that too, actually. I think okay. so, because it, it even showed her looking at a hustler at one point. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Was she that was the looking same at the hustler, hustler that it we was saw? The in, like, hustler it was the same hustler. Yeah, it was okay. the same one. Yeah, it was the same issue. Okay, so what Heather brought up and Brody's, to bring up Brody's point about the pig head, yes. Pig head looks 100% awesome. 
but for full effectiveness of a killer, absolutely fucking yeah, terrible. Absolutely yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Now, it's not practical. Here's how I would change your variation. I would make a metal mesh pig head. So that way you can see through it. Or at least prop the mouth open and have like a metal mesh inside so that you can see out. Yeah. Yeah. Even with that like would work, tongue, dude. Like the tongue hanging out of the pig. Go to like weird like Hercules shit where instead of the lion, it's like a half pig on your fucking like yeah. it's a half pig headdress. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> just made our new old serial killer Steve. yeah buddy go with it uh awesome dude um four to five i seriously need a four i'm sorry i'm reading heather's comment i apologize i seriously need a four to five movie now to reset my scale because i'm wanting to overrate this but oh, okay ah but here's the thing to... heather here's the thing heather if you liked it give it one yeah. score you no, no, no no right right like don't let anybody else's opinion waver your own. Yeah, it can. Exactly. Like, you can maybe take different side notes if you're like, hey, you know what? I, like, I mean, dude, we've always uprated stuff. We've come in. We were like, this movie fucking sucked. And then after two hours of talking about it, we're like, you know what? Well, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as I yeah, thought it was. Yeah. Dude, case in point, Blood, Blood Hook. I hated it watching it, but. You did hate <laughs> watching that, dude. But you did, did love talking about it. That was. I still episode. haven't watched it. I still haven't watched it. It was. Full out ridiculous, dude. That was our first trauma film, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a trauma film. It was it's a trauma film. A trauma film. Oh. It's technically, oh. yeah. It's it's a Alrighty weird. Then. Yeah. And I I I don't know why, but I just I absolutely it was released, but then it was I, I, and, and I just I purchased. I can't help it. I, later, right? I I love Bev D. I don't know why. Well, dude, she's just trolling for straight dick and jogging for so dick. Good <laughs> <in the way. laughs> just straight up. So. Chad, Daddy, thank you. Come back because uh, Scoobs and I were talking. We're panicking silently behind the scenes. We I'm, were really, like, oh, I'm really glad. What do we really do sorry. with behind the scenes? Chad's not fucking here. Okay, so on Saturday we had some real bad windstorms in the area, and I don't know if that messed with the, any of the your shit, the, the, the lines around us. Because like, here's how str the wind was so strong it took. We have like a wooden playhouse for the kids, and it whipped it across the yard and just like broke it apart. Oh shit. oh, shit. But we can fix it. The pieces, they're all in one piece. What happened was the wind, when it moved it, it got behind and we didn't, it's not screwed down. We just used like big industrial staples and it just pulled the Probably staples pulled straight out. out. Yeah. So we're just going to, we're just going to use the, the, the nailer and nail it back down so we can put it back together. Nothing's broken. It's just in pieces. So literally, so, I don't know. Storm of yeah. So there's, there was trees down everywhere. So I don't know if there's, you know, there could be problems with the lines now. Who knows? Word, word, word. Well, do you want to try to scoach out some uh, behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, I'm or in the green right now, so I'm, I'm looking pretty good. So the movie's right. original screenplay was originally a darker, more disturbing piece with bestiality, a lot more Ooh. violence, and was not a black comedy. Which uh, Saucy Aussie did mention, which I'm not going to lie, dude. Toby Hooper directing this. There you go, Steve. Yeah. That would have definitely yeah, that been, been, been yeah, oh, God damn that it. been the clinch. I want to be Funny. in that part. Multiverse, God damn it! Did he mention that Toby Hooper was originally going to direct it? Yes, he did. Yes. That's okay, the, yeah. I'm, I apologize to Mr. No, Bobby no, you, you're fine. Yeah, I, you... I missed his whole bit because you know I was resetting the modem, but it, that seemed to help because my connection looks a lot stronger now, thankfully. Indeed. Okay, so he mentioned Toby Hooper. I can gloss over that. United Artists marketed Motel Hell as a straightforward horror movie rather than a horror comedy, which you can tell by the trailer, fearing mm -hmm. that any quirkiness in the trailers or posters would put off audiences. However, the tagline, you might just die laughing, still appeared on several Motel Hell posters. 
I did see that, but I personally like the other tagline of uh, you don't know what's it? It's something with fritters. It takes all kind of critters to make yeah, farmers exactly. and fritters. There you go. Yep. Thank Chad's Eddie. Yep. I want that as a bumper sticker on my car. Right? That'd be, or just his bumper sticker. Yeah. yeah. The Farmer Vincent. Which, yes. okay, I don't give a shit how good your jerky is. Don't fucking start putting bumper stickers on my car, ass. Right. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, I thought that was really weird, too. I thought that was really weird, too. Glad I was like, wasn't the only one. Yeah. That actually made me kind of like. But, dude, really hold on. Mad. Hold on. <laughs> y- y'all just reminded me of something. So, and I wanted to ask you boys this because all three of us are fathers. Okay. If our mm-hmm. kids are in a panic in the back seat and some stranger said, <laughs> let, let me take care of this, and then fucking proceeded to scare the shit out of your kids, would you be all happy go lucky about that? I mean, it did I shut don't know. the kids I'm, up. I might have laughed. I would have probably laughed, but I'm also kind of fucked. I would have laughed too. But yeah, normal, <laughs> normal parents would have been like, okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a normal parent. I'm not. You should see. Okay. Case in point. Here's We prank each other in this house all the time. Always scaring each other, whatever. So the other night, uh, Steph is brushing her teeth, getting ready to go to bed. And she didn't know this, but Harper. Okay. We went to uh, the bowling alley by us. There's arcade games like skee-ball and stuff where you can win tickets. And nice. at one point, she traded in tickets and got this long. It's like this like this kind of trumpet kind of thing that you can noise with it. And so Steph's in the bathroom brushing her teeth, and Harper has a tuba thing or whatever, the trumpet thing, and sneaks up behind her, puts it to her mouth, and yells, Hello, Mimi! And scares the pants out of my wife. So, yes. yes. I would have laughed at that if somebody scared the crap out of my kids. See, I'm surprised your daughter can't do it just like my daughter does. But my daughter just does the creepy thing where she's just a blonde little girl silhouette standing in the hallway staring through the doorway. And I've watched Dead- I've watched fucking Dawn of the Dead remake way too many times. That shit fucks with me, dude. And I'm like, Julie, you can't yep. do that. I'm not punching my eight-year-old daughter in the face. <laughs> so, like, I, okay, I kicked the shit out of my daughter one time because... She used to come and just stand at my bed when she was little. Oh, that's the worst. And just stare until I woke up. Like, wouldn't say a goddamn thing. Would just stand there and fucking stare with her hair all ratty. Didn't brush her hair. She didn't give a shit at the time. And I remember one time, I don't remember what the fuck I had watched the night before, but it had some kind of fucking zombie kid in it or some shit. It might have been fucking Dawn of the Dead that I fucking watched, to be honest. And I just remember opening my eyes and she was standing there and she goes hi daddy and i fucking kicked the shit out of her i was like oh my god i'm so sorry baby i'm so sorry and she's all i'm okay <laughs> why daddy why oh my god like you can't do that to daddy like you can't fucking do that to me oh my god dude that's hilarious but she never okay, fucking looking- stood at my bed after that yeah okay, looking Looking down at the comments, Brody said his favorite horror movie tagline is from House, Ding Dong, You Are Dead. Okay. What would be you guys' favorite tagline from a horror movie? It oh, doesn't have to be God, right now. Ah, dude. That's going to be a thinker. I, there's so many. We've had, we've had so many on the show that where even the movies sucked, but the taglines were awesome. You know what I mean? The Mutilator <laughs> has an awesome tagline. What was that one? Was it, was it by... By something like by hook, by pickaxe, by sword, by bye, or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, I what love the... that tagline. 
I can't even fucking uh, think of one. Dude, I, I honestly can't. Okay, right so now. continuing on. Uh, the role of Bruce Smith was specifically written for Paul Link to play. Link went to college with co-writer and co-producer Robert Hefe. Hefe. <laughs> <laughs> and no no joke, I just found my copy of Three Amigos today while I was going through some stuff. So. Yeah! <laughs> Okay, a scene with Wolfman Jack officiating a wedding at a church was shot but cut from the final finished version of the film. Huh. Wait, what? He was coming out of the church? No, no, no. He was officiating a wedding in the church. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Are you looking huh. up taglines? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll just keep going. Uh, publicity for this picture stated that it was the first major role and a motion picture for quite a while for lead actor Rory Calhoun. He was around 57 years old when he starred in this movie. Damn. Dude looked a lot older. Yeah. Well, 57 mm. in the 80s was a lot older. That's yeah. True. I mean, everybody aged way differently, man. Yeah. Like, 18-year-olds in high school looked like they were 35. It was fucking weird. <laughs> maybe because they were 35-year-olds I was like, most of the time years. they were. Maybe, maybe that's why they had 30-year-olds playing uh, high schoolers in Slaughter High last week. <laughs> huh that's true yeah right they're like that's why we're only gonna have a five-year reunion to make it so they don't look like they're actually 30 years old <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay man. continuing on a distinctive and famous production still from the from the film uh, a bloodied pig head character the chainsaw made the cover of Gloria magazine nice which I'll go into that a little bit later here. It's down at the bottom. The screenplay for the film was written years before it went into production. The film had a difficult time backing. In 78, it was picked up by the Camp Hill Company and was shot and completed in 1980. In all, it was nearly three years from the time it was written till the final release of the film. Aha, nice. Oh, Heather, movie... to uh, answer your question, by the way, Tremors was the monster movie that breaks new ground. Okay, I have my favorite. You ready? Go ahead, bud. And and then uh, you can tell me if you know what it's from. You have the right to remain silent forever. That's got to be Maniac Cop too. Yeah, like that's a Maniac Cop. <laughs> like, if I know my buddy Scoots. <laughs> oh man, John's still looking. Okay, the movie Bruce yeah, and Terry are watching is the monster that challenged the world from 1957. Oh no shit. Yeah, I googled it to see if it was a real movie or not because they talked about it. I was like, "Is that a real flick?" Hmm. I knew it was a real movie because I, you know, I love old school monster movies like that. Uh, Universal Studios was originally approached with the film, but the studio disliked the film's bizarre nature, so it was rejected. And then United Artists ultimately picked it up for release. Oh, nice. Harry oh, Dean you... Stanton was originally approached to play Farmer Vincent, but declined. Who? I do not know who that is. I apologize. Brett from Alien. Oh, oh. Huh. really? Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna lie, dude. I thought what's his name who played Vincent. I thought he did awesome. Like if he did it, if they didn't have him, dude, like I don't know if I would have been as interested in the movie, like to make it through. He played but such a good farmer. Like he did. Before, you, go ahead, go ahead. Before we watched this movie last night, I did the whole you know Simpsons bit for my wife, right? <laughs> so the movie starts. And the very first shot of Rory Calhoun is him sitting there on the porch in a rocking chair. And looks at her like, this is bullshit. He's not standing or walking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, no, like I said, he looks like Ray Wise's dad. Or I feel like he could easily be <laughs> yeah, Ray Wise's be. dad. He could be. Uh, 
Or this should have just been Ray Wise, but Ray Wise wasn't as old as. No, he was pretty young. He would have been dead back then. That's what I'm saying. Like, this could have been Ray Wise's dad. Like, the mannerisms, the looks. Like, I don't know, man. So so basically, if they remade it now, Ray Wise could play Farmer Vincent. I would be full on for that, man. Because I love Ray Wise, dude. Ever since, like, I mean, he was fantastic and everything, but I loved him in Reaper the most. Dude, he was one of the best Satans ever. Right? (laughs) <laughs> absolutely there's a series i mean i don't know if this show would be appropriate to cover but that would be interesting if there was a show on our network that would want to cover reaper dude because i would definitely like to do that, that would be, i could totally go back and rewatch that show yeah i mean and there that was one of those shows where it was like scrubs where like as funny as it was there was definitely some like deep moments yeah just like yep. oh man dude like <laughs> yep you're like I need to go outside and stare at shit for about two minutes <laughs> <laughs> to fucking take this in. Uh-huh. What else okay. we got, Chad? Uh, actor Paul Link lost 25 pounds to play the lead. He was carrying the extra weight to play Grossman on chips. Wow. Damn. Rory Calhoun and Paul Link play brothers in the movie. In real life, uh, Calhoun is 26 years older than Link. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's one of those ones where like he was like the miracle baby after the uh-huh. parents like, yeah. were old as shit already. It was either that or they're half brothers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dad tapped somebody else a little younger after the fact or something. Yeah. Happens. Okay, what else can we get? Uh, Nina Axelrod was considered for the part of Rachel in Blade Runner based on her work in this film. Hmm. I don't think she would have been as good as Daryl Hannah, though. I'm not going to lie, dude. I have not seen Blade Runner since I've been a kid. So I... It's been quite a while for me, too. Yeah. And I never watched the the new ones, though. Really? Yeah, I had never seen it before. And it was on Netflix, I think. Or one of those. One of the streaming sites. I was like, I'm going to fucking put it on. Watch it. I never watched it. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Hell yeah. Rucker Howard was awesome in it. Uh, so what else? Uh, the climactic chainsaw duel took five 12 hour days altogether to film. What the fuck for that? I don't they know. They could have made it know. a little bit more fucking epic than that. Yeah. Maybe they did. Definitely. Then when they took it to the editing room, the producers were like, yeah, you need to cut this shit down. That could have been. Fuck. Dude, that's the a dueling long... chains. The dueling chainsaws was also an idea which was conceived during late in production and was not in the original script. I mean, I am always a sucker for a dueling chainsaw scene. AKA Mandy. Fucking love it, dude. Texas Chainsaw 2? Yeah. I Dude, the one in Mandy, though, was more like, I loved that one. was just fucking gnarly, man. Um, Texas 2, though, was definitely... All I could think of, though, before even the fight was just him trying out the chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking them in the store. Be like, and I doesn't say thing. a goddamn thing. Right. Just fucking Nothing, give him a lot just... of money. N- not how much is this? And it, maybe this is enough. Just here's a fucking lot of money. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked that as my favorite scene back then. He's, too. he's like, it was, dude, because it was the best scene. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, and like man. I said, there—I swear to God—that wasn't just scripted. They just told Dennis Hopper to walk in and buy chainsaws. Right? 
They're like, he's like, I'm gonna get drunk as shit before I do it. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> just go. Just do, you. do what you gotta do. Just give this guy the money after you pick two chainsaws that you like. That's all you gotta do. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get this little one and this big one. And this one. <laughs> and this one. All right, what else we got, buddy? Uh, Farmer Vincent, adorned <laughs> with the pig's head and toting a chainsaw, was the cover photo of main story for Fangoria, issue number nine. The poor sales of the issue, whether due to the photo, photo or other reasons, led issue nine to be one of the priciest and rarest Fangos of the 80s. This was a cover recalled issue due to the graphic nature of the cover featuring Motel Hell. What? Wow. I don't know. I There were How far graphic more graphic. was the cover? It wasn't. It was just him standing there with the... It, but that looks cool. And that's yeah. what the problem is. Like, that sold me so much on the movie going into it. I was like, oh, man, this looks sweet as fuck. Like, so image-wise, why would that? Ah, that's weird. I don't know either, because, you know, a couple years later, they had a cover for uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. And the cover was the whole scene with Jason taking the bone saw to the dude's throat. And oh, really? Everywhere. Yeah. That was like huh. the very first issue of Fangoria I ever saw. Really? That so seems, maybe uh, a few years later, they kind of eased it down a little bit, they eased hmm. their restrictions on it. But yeah, it is like the rarest one, and it's that's super so hard to find. weird. Out of any movie that's on the cover, Motel Hell is the rare. <laughs> All right, fuck it, dude. It's got something. Okay, and finally, just this little bit. Did you guys notice that Terry liked older men? Yes. Because she's played by Nina Axelrod, who's 25 years old at the time. Her biker boyfriend, Boris, according to the grave marker, was almost 60 years old. Then she gets engaged to Farmer Vincent Smith, who was also almost 60. She definitely liked saying the word daddy. She had daddy issues. She had big daddy issues. Chad yeah, daddy you know issues. Yeah. yeah. Listen, daddy. Daddy is all just a state of mind. <laughs> I'm your daddy now. <laughs> so I have one more. I have I have one more. And it's not really a behind the scenes thing, but um, Farmer Vincent was actually based on a true uh, on the true story of a German cannibal named Carol Denke. Oh, oh, really? Yes, sir. And she made people into jerky. Carl Denke. I'm sorry, not Carol. Carl. Oh, oh, dude, you made it sound okay. I'm not gonna lie, and you know this may be whatever, but dude, like, you tell me about women serial killers, yes. and I am way more into that shit because women serial killers, yo, I gotta give all the credit to vicious, way more fucked up than dudes yes, ever will be and ever could be, because them like, it takes a while for them to, you know what I mean, like. Dude, there are some ladies out there that have done some fucked up shit. <laughs> You're in a true crime shit, dude. Like, so this fuck. this dude, just to give you a little background, he um he began murdering homeless vagrants and poor travelers. His first known victim was Ida Laudner in 1903. Six years later, in 1909, he killed 25 year old Emma Sander, another slaughterhouse worker, uh, oh, Edward Ed, Edward Troutman. And was found guilty of her murder and sentenced to 12 years, but released after or another slaughterhouse worker named Edmund Troutman. He was found guilty of her murder and served 12 years. But after they found out that it was really uh, this other dude that did it, they fucking released him. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. His last known victim was Rokas Paulick. Uh, Denke also kept a ledger recording his murders. He's believed to have sold the flesh of his victims <laughs> as meat. 
to unsuspecting <laughs> customers advertised as pork. No shit. Yeah. Okay. What Brody's talking about in our comments, and I'll say this for uh, for anybody who doesn't know and who's listening for the first time, Brody is in Australia. Uh, he, they have a woman cannibal, cannibal there that cut up her husband and tried to feed her cook, his cooked ass uh, cheeks to the kid. Legit. <laughs> like, the they, this woman was so fucked up. She had multiple husbands. Um, and I want, I don't know if it was the husband that she actually killed, but like, the crazy part of her story is so the night they got married, they fucked four times and he couldn't go a fifth round and she threatened to kill him then on their wedding night. What and the like they, they remained wearing yeah, it was, well, toxic toxic relationships. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but we all know, man, the crazy ones fuck like mm. uh so you know, maybe it was worth it. Oh, I miss my girlfriend. But, <laughs> i'm gonna go uh, see you honey i'm gonna go see you but yeah this woman was so nuts man like she ended up uh i think she i think she might have drugged him cooked him up because she she worked in a slaughterhouse as well and she loved it it was her i she was she said it was her favorite thing and she actually like slept with her original like slaughtering knives like her butcher knives and everything above her bed so like that's a fucking red flag and a half right there uh Catherine Knight. Yes. Thank you, Brody. Um and yeah, totally skinned up her husband, made a full stew, and made bowls for the children and herself, to which she ate some, and then went to sleep with the rest of her corpse of her husband when the detectives came to find her. And she was just like, Yeah, I don't remember doing any of that. What the fuck? Oh yeah, dude. Look her up, man. Her story is fucking bonkers it's ridiculous man that sounds uh, like that needs to be made into a movie yeah if it, if it hasn't already it definitely should be man because it would be some fucked up because like i said like the woman herself like her life was just it was one of those like it, she was almost nurtured to the point where she was going to be psychotic you know what i mean like just abuse when she was young and shit like that all the way throughout life abusive husbands and shit and, she's oh, a yeah, redhead dude. fyi I, yeah, I mean, that also adds. So, yeah, crazy ginger. Do you still laugh? <laughs> yep. And this wasn't long ago. I think this was in the 90s, dude. Like, I, I say this like it was long. No, this was yeah. not long by any means. Like, yeah, fucked up. Yeah, sure. she, we just went total. We just went total crew, uh, true this crime podcast, dude. This was fucking 2000. Oh, 2000. 2000. No. I it was late 90s. She was, okay. well, she was convicted in 2000. Ah, yeah, yeah. So it happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Damn, up. she's the Anyways, female Hannibal Lecter. Before we go into a full different podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're on to a new show here. Yeah, right. True crime. There's so many of those, dude. <laughs> there is. We don't need to cover that shit it's, it's hard. It would be hard to stand out if we did a true crime Oh, one. fuck yeah, dude. We'd do we it naked. To... There you go. There naked we go. Crime. Naked crime. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, what format was this bitch watched on? To be. To be. To be or not to be. That's right. I'll tell you what, I was very grateful for those commercial breaks, too. They were, and it was funny because, like, they placed it at some good spots. Yes, like and when he, he, one of the commercials for me, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, was when he had the chainsaw and he was about yeah! to the head off commercial. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that is classic when you were a kid watching TV and you're like, yeah. no. 
<laughs> You're never gonna see it though, because it's gonna go back. And it's like five minutes later into the movie. Yep. Fuck. Um, <laughs> douche of the film. Ida. I gotta give it to sister. Ida yeah. is definitely the douche. Yes. Yeah. Because even though Vincent's killing and cutting up people, somehow he's charming as fuck. He's so charming like, as fuck. He's yeah, a nice guy. Like he's that old because he's the old grandpa smoking yeah. the pipe. You know, just yeah. that old man farmer. He reminds me of my I don't, grandpa. And I don't believe aesthetics. I don't believe he had any intention of killing the girl until. No, he I wanted to actually girl. like make her part of the family. I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, and you could buy his fucking. His his assortments of meats that he had that box for was it like two dollars and ninety five cents? Bro, Shit. give me First that sample all, pack, sir. Let, let's talk inflation on that sample pack right now. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch I'm saying is totally like seventy bucks right now. Easy. That's what I was thinking, yeah. sixty or seventy. Yep. Because I'm like, because there's a mall that has a sampler pack that my sister bought for my old man, and that was a hundred bucks, and it was a really big fucking sampler pack. It had jerky from like all around the world and shit. You know, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna change my answer to douche of the film, and I'm gonna okay. give it to the cop, the little brother, because had he not wanted to stick his pecker in her, everything would have been fine and dandy. It's his fault. Yeah, but isn't that how it always goes? Isn't the younger brother always try to bang the older brother's girlfriend at some point? And how? The, and here's my thing: she's in the tub, naked, right? And she's not even covering up. She's just like, "Here's my titties," which <laughs> which I didn't mind. And yeah, I mean, she was like, she seemed to be, you know, for the most part, you're right, chill about it. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, she definitely wanted, she definitely wanted Vincent's fucking ass for a hot second, and you know, the fact that he was just like, no, we have to be married. I was like, wow, man, man of principles. Right? You think Vincent was still a virgin? I was wondering that. Could be. I was wondering that, dude. I guarantee you, he would have chilled the fuck out after he got some fucking vagina. I still think he would have been making jerky. Maybe, but I think he would have chilled out a bit. Yeah, but maybe maybe he would have gave it to her so good she would have came around and started making jerky with him. I think so. Maybe. You, never you know, know what I mean? Like, He's already charming enough as it is, dude. The fact that she was ready to sleep with somebody older than her dad or as old as her dad. <laughs> yeah, the girlfriend agrees with me. The cop. Yeah. The cop? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, All right. Favorite kill? Uh, there's really not really many kills. I no, mean, it wasn't. Besides the main characters when they get killed off, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and Vincent, Vincent got killed, but that was a weak ass kill, right? Like, I love that they went over and turned the chainsaw off <laughs> while it was in him. Like, it was just nonchalantly like, "Oh, hold on, guys, let me." <laughs> that should be much better now. It's not vibrating. I, mean, I guess the the three headed tractor pull. Would have to be my favorite he, kill because really the only he kill did we not had. use preservatives, Heather. He literally said there was no, 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 but he did at right the end. That was right his, that was his, those were his that last his words, his dying words. Oh, my life was a lie. Yeah, my life was right, a lie. You're right. You're right. I used preservatives. You're right. I was just so ready for it to be done. So I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. Good call. Favorite kill? I don't know, man. I guess I'm just gonna say with the uh, the neck breaks with the yeah. the tractor pull. Yeah, it it was cool, but I'm gonna give it to Vincent just because you know he had a chainsaw sticking to his side. Fair. I mean, I wanted that to be the kill, the coolest kill, but it was kind of weak sauce for what it was. It was. It was but. like in the hip or like in the side, like it wasn't even that deep. 
Come on. Right? Baby. I mean, dude, if we're going to go like TCM 22, <laughs> man, that bitch gets one right up through the fucking sternum. Yeah, and she's still able to foot. Yeah, and then she's like, she all right, let's is. fucking do this. <laughs> yeah, I got one more in me. That was fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> fucking A, dude. All right, so best scene of the movie. Ooh. I did like the chainsaw duel. I wish it was a little bit more. But I'm going to go perverted with it and wet t-shirt in the lake. My Bingo. Bingo. I'll there go with that one. Hmm, that is a t- oh, that's a good one. No, 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 no. The whole scene with the swinging, co- the swinger couple. Oh, <laughs> that's good. dude, that's dude, that's yeah. that, that doesn't. Chad, mean. you won, you won my vote, Chad. The swinger couple whole, <laughs> like, that yeah. whole scene with them was perfect. That was so hilarious. Weird. Okay, th- that's where I get the black comedy from. Was from that scene alone. Yeah. Okay, and the best part was, dude, is like, so when you got that whole like solo act of that girl with the whip. And she was just fucking breaking everything in the hotel room. I straight up looked at Jen and I was like, that's you. <laughs> that's you. She's like, it would be me. I'm like, I know it would be you because you would like, she would get like one or two cracks out of that. She'd be like, yeah. And she'd go out and start breaking shit, dude. Like fucking flipping around and fall out. That's hilarious. Good call, Chad Daddy. I almost forgot about that. So yes, best scene is the kink, the kinky couple. And they definitely wanted to get down with Ida and Vincent, man. They yeah, were all they, the whole Ooh, they were up for anything. Right? All the who wants They're, a mustache rise. Yeah, that was insane. They reminded me of the German couple from fucking Super Troopers. I want one. I want one. Oh man. There's a dude at work that actually just shaved a mustache today. And I even asked, I was like, dude, sweet porn stash. And he's like, what? I was like, get any girls to ride that yet? And he's like, how come every time somebody just shaves a mustache, <laughs> they have a mustache, but when I do it, it's a porn stash. I go, first and foremost, every mustache is a porn mustache, Steve. The dude's name is Steve, by the way. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. And I was like, hey, man. I'm like, I told him, because he's all salt and pepper, I told him to grow it out Sam Elliott style. Fuck, so we'll yeah. we'll see if he does, dude. He probably won't, but. All right. Uh, opening scene, hook you in. Yeah, I actually kind of did. Yeah. yeah. It was him just like the weird Chilling. selling them. Yeah, just the whole like pulling in on the vacancy and him going out, checking on the sister. The sister was watching that, or she was passed out watching the televangelist or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, and yeah I don't know. It's kind of a cool little setup. You get to see the hotel. You're like, ah, what's going on here? Agreed. I liked it. Um, I still didn't understand why we didn't hear a gunshot or see him shoot that fucking tire out. I yeah, will say it's- that pisses me off. But I feel like that's a little bit past the intro. So, all right, gentlemen, uh, most attractive character, the main hmm. girl. Yeah, she was. She's pretty cute. Yeah, I could almost say also the kinky blonde because she was. I was thinking that too. I was kind of leaning a little towards that. Clearly, she's a little bit dom. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not coming out in a plastic skirt, though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that a just, much. That just and, seems and, so and bad, a... man, because you fart, you're just going to see that moisture. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not good, dude. Oh, it might even God. flutter like a mud flap. Yeah, right? <laughs> and especially if you got ashless chaps under that, man. Imagine the sweat going against that. Oh, thing. no. It'd be bad. It'd be so bad. Jesus. Um. All right. Did the score set the mood? Yeah, I think it kind of did. I, mean, I want to say yes, but it was not memorable. Yeah, it wasn't it's not memorable, memorable at all. No. But, but no, it, it, was, it, was it was decent was, enough. It was fitting. 
It wasn't sure. like the last one. God, I can't even. What was the last Slaughter one? High. Oh you yeah, know, that was well. Friday the 13th, it was okay when we got the Friday Thirteenth shit, but then I was just also confused. Shit, I don't. Oh. Yeah. oh, dude. Well, just the intro to that movie was fucking like wonky as hell. We're not going to talk about that anymore. That was last week. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, best song was there one? That there song when old... the fucking when they're in the van. What was it? Rasputin and the whatever yeah. the fuck they were. That fucking like rock song that was playing. Oh, that was pretty okay. cool. I, I yeah. don't remember what it, but it was. Fair enough. All right, so the van scene song. We'll yeah. go with that. I like it. All right, favorite character, gentlemen. Vincent. Vincent, dude. Yeah. I loved him. He was yeah. great. Like, I, I would hate him. I would totally be like, teach me your ways, Vincent. Like, I'm down right? to learn. Like, I would actually be like, man. Like, I wouldn't want to learn from. Cannibalism, dude. I wouldn't want to be part of the Sawyer family, but Vincent, hey, show, me, show me some ways, man. But here's the problem, man. Is like, you're going to hang out with Vincent, dude, is like, now, we did say Ida was kind of like I and her, but, you know, maybe Ida does, you know, she swings both ways. You might well, have to deal with that, Stu. stu look, man, that if, if, if I got to let her give me a handy, I mean, that's what I just got to do, man. I got to right? do what it takes to survive. All right. So can and this all break her? If Ballbreaker <laughs> wants to touch the junk, I'm going to yeah. let her touch the junk. Well, if she wants to touch the junk, I don't think she's going to touch the junk. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. She that woman would definitely be pulling the Amazon on you. That, that would that, death by snoo sure. snoo, right? She Hulk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <a little bit>. uh, <clears throat> was it scary? No, no. not no. at all. Not, no, 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 nope. not even as a kid was it scary. Yeah, it wasn't supposed. I don't know if it necessarily was intended to be scary. Obviously, because it was. It could have been. Comedy. Could have been. But it was Toby Hooper's version. Very easily. Uh Vincent could have been a way different kind of farmer. All right, gentlemen, does it hold up today? I don't know. I want to say some of it does. I feel, and some but the whole it... the whole bit with him keeping her there while she recovers, it definitely feels weird. Yeah, especially because it's like you had, but she did say her boyfriend was the only one she had, so yeah. there's nobody else in this woman's life, and the only guy she knew died, so. I could understand. You know what I mean? But like she didn't broken. know that beforehand. It was just luck of the draw. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But, you know, he he clearly was going to try his ways to, like, dupe her into staying because he's like, you clearly need a rest and all that other shit. So. No. Hmm. I, I don't know. It some <laughs> Like you said, some parts do, some parts don't. Like, I think all the plant scenes and everything, like the actual farming scenes with the, the people and shit. I think that all does. That was all yeah. cool as hell. Like all the weird like sacks just like moving around. Especially when you get their first reveal, you're like, "This is actually gonna be a person." You're like, "Oh fuck, it is, dude!" Like yeah. hell yeah. And the like the whole like feeding scenes and shit. Like I said, like I think those all kind of stand up. Yeah. But all right, gentlemen, acting. I would say pretty good. It was okay. Yeah, um, the brother Rory Calhoun was the best. best. Yes, Rory Calhoun was top notch. Sister wasn't terrible. I mean, all the extras were just literally like they could, they were voiceless essentially, anyways. <laughs> yeah, because that fucking inspector, farm inspector, whatever the fuck he was, was like Bob? a shitty fucking actor. Like, Bob, Bob yeah. was just so bad. Yeah, he was. Can't I love that him. he just got a full ass of mud, though, too, just for snooping. It's like, you know what? That's what you kind of get. 
Like, I actually see teamed up on Vincent's side for that one. <laughs> I was like, I know he's killing people, man, but you shouldn't be snooping around, honestly, because fuck you. Uh, <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Cinematography. There's really nothing to brag about. The scene where they're, he like, getting of... hypnotized was kind of cool. That was interesting. That um, was cool. But there more really so wasn't. Than, more so okay. the mechanism of yeah. hypnotism. Yeah. Yeah, because there really wasn't anything that stood out. There was there was really no like cool shots or anything like that. Honey Boo Boo's daughter Brody, she Damn. could fit right into this movie, dude. It could be little Ida Ju- little Ida Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Did we like the premise? You know what? I did. I did. I, I yeah. Did. Yeah. I wish we got the darker version of it. Yeah, I would love to see that too. Premise. Which brings us to recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. Gentlemen, what is your choice? Remake. Remake and give me the dark remake and just do it up and make it fucking. But the. And I say that, but people will compare it to Texas Chainsaw Massacre simply because it has. So what if you can still go dark? What if you can still go dark comedy? You can always still go darker with the comedy. I wouldn't want a dark comedy, though. I would want a straight up horror flick. I do too. But I mean, like, I feel like it can have a little bit of comedic value just because of the characters, like the bad characters in themselves. You know what I mean? They're not crazy like in Texas Chainsaw. You know what I mean? They're not like, like, he's a smart dude. I want this movie remade with Bill Mosley as Vincent. Nah, man. Ray Wise, dude. (laughs) Ray Wise. I want Ray Wise. (laughs) But I I do kind of want the serious. I. Maybe you just take out the te- maybe you just take out the chainsaw fight so it's not so comparable to it. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's supposed to be a the climactic battle. So Yeah, but, but do it with like But it this came like out a- in eighty. When did when did I mean cause what what other I mean Texas Chainsaw Massacre two was the other chainsaw fight. When did that right. one come out? Eighty six. Okay. Yeah. When did it first? Ooh. True. That's true. Why didn't that dawn on me before? Huh. Maybe because Texas 2 did it better. Um, Brody says, John Candy as the killer wears the pig mask to kill the various murder weapons. So, Uncle Buck with a pig mask. We would have to resurrect John Candy. Yes, we would. It makes me sad. I wish we could anyway. John Goodman? Ooh. John, I mean, I love John Goodman in uh, fucking Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield, yeah. Like, I just his breathing alone in that movie, just like, oh my god, dude, it's like unnerving by the time you get to the end of it. He's great in that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go full, uh, full remake on this, man. Yeah. For me, I agree. I, and I think the concept I, is good I, enough. To just yeah, yeah, and, and like you said, go with the darker remake. I can't. I just can't see it being another horror comedy and working. Oh, I was just saying the comedy aspect of like you would keep the comedy in between Vincent and like Ida. It would be fucked up comedy, but it, you know what I mean. And like, the swingers, you keep the swingers in there too. Right, yeah, right, right. You the swingers, some... give us the swingers. Yes, right. So that's why I'm saying like you could still keep it. It doesn't yeah. have to be like Tucker and Dale style or something, but maybe Tucker and Dale style level of like kills and shit and gore. Yeah. Like yeah. you could still get that. All right. So hell yeah, Dan. All right, gentlemen. Let's rate this biatch. Brody started us off with a 
So, Chad, Daddy, where would you like to go? Mm, I'll go 2.8. It, 2.8? It wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Scuba. For the nostalgia factor alone, I, I'm going to give it a three. Solid three. All right. And I think myself, I'm also going to give it a 2.5 with the Brody. Oh, and hold on. What did Bobby give it? He gave it. Oh, Bobby on. did send us a score? Yeah, 3.8. Okay. Oh, 3.8? wow. Bob went. Yeah. Good job, Bobbo. God damn. Now I wish we really had Bob to fucking talk about this shit, dude. I know. Bob probably would have had maybe a little bit more positive swing. He gave us All a right. 30. He gave it a 38. He gave it a 38 for his 38. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, he really loved that one. All right. Uh, all right, so that would be a Gorenmore score of 2.9. That's fair. 2.92. Yeah, that's right. All righty. So that completes our episode, for the most part, of Motel Hell. But what are we covering next week, Chad Daddy? Next week, we are going to the hospital for some visiting hours. Ooh, I've never seen this movie. Neither have I have I. not either. Who's, a, uh, whose pick was, was it? That's my pick. It was a blind buy from uh, when Screen Factory was having a say on a two-pack with Bad Dreams. So I thought, you know what the hell, I'll give it a shot. I haven't watched it yet, so we'll see how good it is. Or is um, it? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Shatner's in it. Visiting Hours, what, uh, let's see, what the hell year did this come out in? Trying to look this up right now. If this is the right one, nineteen eighty-two. Is that correct? Sounds right. Michael Ironside is in it. Yes. Okay. Oh, Shatner yep. is in it. Nice. Yep. Shatner. Yep. Uh, Lee Grant. Okay. So yeah, nineteen eighty-two visiting hours and yeah, just that poster alone sold me. I just love that. Oh shit! Are we gonna have? Are we gonna be able to watch this? Oh no! Oh All damn right. it! I well nothing's popping up on Google right now, so I'll have to, we'll have to do some searching. But for yeah, right now, if we can't find it, we may have to. Well, you know what, dude? If we don't, if we don't, and I'm just gonna throw it out here, and we're gonna do it live because I know he's in the ch- chat listening. I'm gonna say we throw in one of Brody's picks. Okay, and but I, I get to pick it. I get to pick it since I picked visiting hours. No, all right, all right, all right. Damn it, all right, that's fine. Maximum overdrive. That's fair. Fuck yeah. Damn, that was not the one I wanted, but I'm still cool with that. Which one would you want? I was going to go Jacob's Ladder. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that one in a long time. That was oh, a fucked up movie, dude. We got, we got to have Maximum Overdrive as a palate cleanser. All right. Jacob's Ladder is really good, but it's like a little more cerebral than what that you want to right very, now. Yeah, that's a deep one. That's it a is. deep one. Um, and I watched that when I was way too fucked up on a Thanksgiving <laughs> evening. So that was really good. Uh, okay, so I'll make that change now on the schedule. So unfortunately, we won't be making any visiting hours, but... Well, like I said, it's not coming up on Google anywhere you could watch it, per se. So I... If we so, can find it later, we can pencil it in later in the year. So tune in, because maybe we will, maybe we won't. Well, do we want to just do Maximum Overdrive? Let's just we'll... do Maximum Overdrive. All right. So next week is Maximum Overdrive, Mr. Brody Kane's pick. I need to find my trucker hat. Slash Chad Daddy's pick. Yeah. Uh, I've been, been wanting to do this for a while anyway, so it, I'm, I'm you happy. Have. You have definitely talked some some uh, stuff on this over this the years. This is Stephen King coped the fuck out of his mind. Yeah, but It is, dude. 100%. I haven't watched this shit in a few years. Oh, man. I, just a the, good ride. the trailer alone is going to have you guys rolling. 
Oh yeah, dude. It's fantastic. (laughs) Like I just, and I remember watching it last time because I was like, man, this is the, like, I would like to do one of those trailer re-edits where it's just like the voiceover guy do, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) for an hour and a half, you watch cars circle a gas station and never really do anything. Yeah. The honest trailers, honest trailers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This fucking Uh, movie freaked me out when I was a kid. I was scared of Coke machines for the longest time because of this fucking movie. I was scared of Coke. That was because of Stephen King. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking A. So, yes, next week, check out Maximal Overdrive, Mr. Brody Kane's pick. I'm sure uh, I'm sure he will have quite some delicious things to say about that. uh, His review. I'm really happy. I'm I'm <laughs> okay. Is that, that. Yes. Now, and I just had to check just for shits and giggles. Well, yeah. Maximal I was just looking up to find anywhere on for rental on Amazon, Voodoo, Apple, Google, all that good shit. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, gentlemen, it's time to get nerdy. Dude, nerdy we're going to start. We're going to start mean green and fucking. I want to be in between. We're oh, talking about fucking She-Hulk, She-Hulk. <laughs> attorney. Now that single female lawyer having lots of sex. Death by snoo snoo. Bro. Oh, baby. I never knew I wanted to be carried by a giant woman until that fucking <laughs> trip. <laughs> I just really hope they fix the CGI a bit because it's kind oh, of. Oh, they will. They, they've said that it's not finished yet. Which, why would they release it unfinished is beyond me. Yeah, especially, I can't. You know, they haven't even shown. Ms. Marvel hasn't even premiered yet, so why rush the uh, trailer for this? I have an idea. She-Hulk is a bigger known character, so I feel it's an easier sell. Just say it. And like, they're gonna, I mean, and Mark Ruffalo's in it, so they're able to connect it to the universe a lot easier than Ms. Marvel, because we don't even know who we're getting in Ms. Marvel from the main MCU universe. Now, here's my issue with the CGI in it, too, is I feel like Bruce... When he was the Hulk, looked fine. He looked like normal Avengers style. Like obviously they just like copied and paste, but like he looked good. Why did she look like 2003 fucking Hulk? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like just yeah. super. I don't. I don't know what it was, dude. But. My, I, I have like an issue with it too. Is like she's not muscular. She Hulk should have. Yeah, but little... she never was never super. Not like super that. muscular. Not but at first. Her... No clothes would rip too and all we get is like her shoe ripping and yeah that seemed very unfair yeah it seems unfair. like it, it, it seems like it's based more on like the 90s she-hulk versus the 80s savage she-hulk that uh, i want to see green titties around. yeah but i like 90s but it's captain kirk 90s she-hulk was dirty she yeah. was real dirty that was when like everything was all super that's see this is what's wrong with us dude that's what it is like you look at '90s X-Men and everything, everything was so fucking sexed up, dude, and shit. Dude, look, yeah. at, look, at not, look at '90s anything compared. Bro, to I know, Rogue, dude. Bro, Rogue on the X-Men cartoon. Bro. Oh my god, I wanted to be that skin tight suit wait. on her ass. You talking you talk the, the 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 original '90s X-Men cartoon or X-Men Evolution Goth Rogue? No, also '90s cartoon. Also Rogue. hot. Goth Rogue was hot too. But Listen, '90s Rogue. '90s Rogue, yes, but. Evolution was Southern Goth, which was even a weirder fucking yeah. more of like hot. Like that was like no, <laughs> no, no, no. I know it's good, but yeah, man. Nineties X Men comics, dude. I remember like there was that. Remember that number one issue when they reissued X Men, dude, and they mm-hmm. had the full like spread out yep. ones. Yeah, and there was that fucking pool party scene, dude. Yep. Yeah, you're telling me your fucking young ass wasn't like just 
Yeah. Oh, Psylocke. Mwah. Psylocke coming out of the water and Cy- uh, Cyclops staring at her. Mm-hmm. Right. And Wolverine with his big old fucking hamburger meat right there in the middle. Fucking <laughs> 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 shit. Dude, I remember that like the lightest. Man. Um, but honestly, I am still excited for She-Hulk. It looks, I think it's going to be fun. It should be an entertaining series. Or as I like to call it, Law and Order MCU. Basic single female lawyer. <laughs> having lots of sex, dude. It's just like from Futurama. <laughs> the nice thing is that this is, could also possibly be the, the, the lead into the season four of Daredevil that they announced, too. Yes. Yes. Which yes, I hope. I'm wondering if they're going to like stay on the the style of how Netflix was, or they're going to fully like, we're just bringing him over, but we're restylizing it too. If they restylize it, it's not a big deal. I mean, Daredevil was, I don't know why people think things like Daredevil, Deadpool, it has to be like rated R. It doesn't have to be. No, but I did. Li- I love the Netflix adaptation uh, of Daredevil. Deadpool, Deadpool maybe, but needs Deadpool maybe. To be rated R. Maybe. Because not all of his comics were like these big blood. Yeah, but, but Deadpool 2 PG-13 version was fine. I still got to watch that. You got Fred Savage in it, dude. I know. I got to watch that. <laughs> ah. But no, I don't think Daredevil needs to be like dark and gritty, you know, hyper violent. It's no, because he easily fits in the Spider-Man universe and stuff exactly. like that, too. Like Punisher. Punisher needs to be R. Yes. Yeah. Punisher needs to be R. But the thing is, it, my my issue with that, though, R. is if you're bringing these characters over, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you're going to play it off as what we already saw on the Netflix series was just throw, you know, cast it to the multiverse. OK, which but, I mean, we already got Vincent D'Onofrio in there. Yeah, so you already you know what I mean? Like, but I, mean, obviously- I just feel like they had such a great start with the Netflix show already. Just continue because granted that, okay, Spider-Man doesn't have to be all gritty and shit like that. Daredevil doesn't need to be gritty, but it it made the character that much better because it was gritty in the Netflix show, you know? And I think it was as gritty as like it could have been. Like I thought there was. Oh, no, yeah, it could have been could have been a lot more grittier. But I mean, and like and like Punisher, if you're going to bring him into this world. It's got to be gritty like there. It's got to be like a complete 180 as to what we've already gotten with. I want to punish the team up, dude. Well, yeah, you can't do PG-13 Punisher. It's impossible. No, no. I want Punisher Blade team up. Speaking of while we're still on Marvel, I did see this thing today and maybe you guys did, too. But it's a theory. Now, I haven't personally watched Moon Knight yet, but there's a goddess that comes in who supposedly they bring in and she feasts off of blood there's a fan theory thinks that maybe this is how vampires are going to get introduced into mcu and blah 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 which is fine dandy but we already got blade's voice in eternals which so tells vampires me that, exist exactly yes. which but tells me they're already there but in loki they talk about vampires when they're in the tva they do you're right so like I said, there's gonna have to with, with Doc. There's gonna have to be some kind of fucking incursion that just brings everybody into six one six. That's what I would think. Like it, it, it has to be because they've already set the precedent. I don't know, Chad. Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Fuck. You can talk about it because it okay. at this point. So <laughs> there's there. They say that 
when spoiler you leave territory footprint, here. Yeah, spoiler. Sorry. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I'm sorry. But this really isn't giving away a lot. But no, no, no. when you travel to a different part of the multiverse, you leave a footprint. And that footprint causes an incursion and can basically Damage destroy you. both of those multiverses. <coughs> well, fucking Strange went to all these different fucking universes and left a fucking footprint regardless of how small it was. So there should be this huge fucking incursion on the way. Secret War. Exactly. And oh that God. is what I I'm hoping hope. for. Dude, if they... And it's not going to be Phase 4. I know it's not going to be Phase 4. Dude, the but Phase 4, gonna phase four is going to be Kang. That's, that's going to be the main bad But guy. here's yeah, the thing. Think about, think about when at, at this point in the other phases, bigger things were already in play. More things were already tied together. Oh, yeah. Right now in Phase 4, there's really nothing that's tying together. So a good show, a good buddy of the show, uh, Alex Probst, I saw that he he's said a few different things and he feels like right now, and I, I would personally disagree, but he thinks like Marvel ended at Endgame and he's like right now, that's just kind of the prologue shit. And I was like, maybe I was like, I, I personally don't feel like that. I feel like they're, they just, they got to pull it back and now they're doing another like long, but slow build. I think so. And it's, it's going like, to be building towards Secret War. Which is fine. Because, I mean, you, you already got the crawls there. It makes total... You know what I mean? Like, wait, that's... Or is that Secret Invasion? That's Secret Invasion. No, that's Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, sorry. Secret, Secret Wars War is where... these, They filmed this whole... They, they created this whole... Doom created this whole thing called Battleworld. And it was all yes. these... All these different sections were all different realities. Like, you had one that was called Spider Island, where, you know, Spider-Man was normal and everybody else was spiders. And, uh... Um... There was um right. Future Imperfect where Hulk was the maestro. There was okay. all these different ones. See, I was thinking Secret Invasion, which I'm also kind of hoping they go to as well. Well, they have the show. They're then, doing the yeah, show. They're doing a show. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah. But it's oh, gonna be I, it's I gonna be really it. different. And for some reason, they announced it's gonna take during the five take place during the five years after the blip. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. So it's so they're already fucking that up. Yeah, it's going to explain whether or not the Nick Fury that we saw fucking get blipped away was actually Nick Fur Nick Fury or if it was a scroll. Which I'm thinking I think it, was it I think scroll. it was I think it was Nick and the you scroll was, brought, was yeah, and the scroll was brought in to replace him so nobody knew that knew Nick would you know, knew he was gone. Right, and that that's why when he came back and because everybody thought he was gone, that's why he just was up on the base the rest of the time. Right. Cuz you that was what? Homecoming? You find Far that out him? Far from, Far from home. home. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I knew it was one of the Spider-Man. Um, but I mean, that's all I got for Marvel stuff. I don't know if you guys got anything else some nerdy. Stranger shit. Things dropped another trailer, their final trailer, uh, right before the show premieres this Friday. Okay, so you said Stranger Things. Question for you: Stranger Things is going to drop on the same date. So Netflix is dropping their big boy on the same date that Disney Plus is dropping Obi Wan. Is this a smart decision? Oh. Oh my god. Well, yeah, I think so because you can watch both shows. It's not going to matter. People you can. Watch you both. can. You No, yeah. no, no. I'm not going to say you can't. I'm just going to say who, you know what I mean? Like but but remember but, what Netflix does though is they will the drop whole, yeah, the whole, the whole Well, it's, it's the first part no. of the whole season. They only cuz remember there's two parts to this season. Yeah. And the last two episodes don't get dropped for like another like 
four to six months or something. Yeah, I shit. think it's October is what they were saying. Yeah. Ooh, <coughs> and Obi Wan was dropping. Son of a. And Obi Wan drops that same day. So, oh my god. I'm gonna Steve's going to be like, I'm going to have a busy-ass day, dude. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'm calling into work on Friday. Fuck it. Yeah, there you go, Steve. Dude, the very first opening shot of Obi-Wan needs to be him walking through the desert, just walking Hello towards that. the camera, and he stops, drops his hood. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> um, if it yeah, doesn't open like that, that's an epic fail. Unfortunately, for Stranger Things, I, well, I got rid of Netflix, so, but I'm sure I could watch it somewhere else. But I got to watch season three, because I never even finished season three. I never even started season two. I liked all season. Season two, I liked all but like one episode. There was like one episode where she was kind of doing her own like X-Men weird thing with this other gang. And I was like, yeah, that was dumb. It was her. She goes, yeah, her sister or some shit like that that she met up with. Yeah, it was her little gang or something. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, the wife won't let me get rid of Netflix yet because some show she watches is coming back in like August. Yeah, we dropped that shit as soon as they uh, up their new price thing. We're like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We don't need you, man. <laughs> I got to pay enough streaming shit as it is, dude. I get so. mine through T-Mobile, so. Yeah? Yeah. There you go. Honestly, man, for most horror movies and shit, at least for us, dude, I feel like Tubi's the way to fucking go. We've seen oh, fuck yeah. shit on there, bro. It's free. Yeah, fuck, it's good yeah. stuff on Prime, too. Yep. Fucking A, dude. Fucking A. Uh, anything else nerdy, gentlemen, before we wrap this bitch up? We're almost at an hour 40, so. Mm, I, nothing I can think of. I, I can't think of anything. Alrighty, so I think we are ready to wrap this up. Remember, next week, catch out, catch us talking about Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Co-brody. Stephen King. Yeah, Brody slash Chad pick. Uh, thank you, Brody, for giving us that, and Chad, thank you for picking that. It's, uh, right. It'll be a fun, That's it'll my be fun palette cleanse um oh, yeah brody gave us a nice little list some of it we already covered but some of them we didn't and the ones that we didn't we're all very interested to watch so yeah they're, they're all good picks too. they're all going to be filling in our spots here and there so we'll let you know once they come up um i think we're ready to sign this bitch out chad if you want to start us off this is your dark lord of knowledge your chad daddy saying i'll see you next week bitches this is your host with the ghost the prince of the paranormal the duke of the dead lord scuba cabra saying I will see you this Friday on Somewhat Supernatural with special guest TJ Bowser. Ooh, what are we talking about, bud? UFOs, baby. Part two. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Give me lots of anal probing. Yeah. And I am the not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, gorehounds. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>